Hello and welcome to See What the Potty Rikta, the only Arnold Schwarzenegger podcast featuring two guys named Aaron and Joe. Uh, we actually wanted to try something different for this episode, so we've split it up into three parts that we'll be releasing throughout the week. This is part one, which contains uh, our intro where we share any thoughts or memories we might have about the movie before watching it or like doing any research or anything like that. And then also the movie summary itself after we do watch it. So then part two will be released on Wednesday, which will probably be all like the behind the scenes tidbits and whatnot. And then the last episode drops on Friday where we get into the Terminator timeline history and how like all this, how this movie fits in with all that good stuff. All right. Well, uh, I guess enjoy the episode and I guess all that's left to say is get the party Richter. Welcome everybody to the intro to the episode for Terminator Gen Genesis, Genesis, I guess. Genesis. Um, Gen what? No, see, because I always try to spell it like that, and it's it's not the first I that is replaced by a Y; it's a second one. Why? Oh, oh, Genesis. I don't know. Size, 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 Genesis. Genesis. Yeah, that's what I said earlier. So Genesis. Okay. Um, you know, we kind of do these intros like. We don't watch them before. I'm just going. I, I don't look anything up. I'm just going off memory. So, anyhow, yeah. So we're talking about the 2015 film, uh, the fourth Terminator movie, fifth, uh, fifth, fifth. I think it's the fifth. Yeah, uh, starring Arnold, of course, and some other people. We don't first really one. Them. I think it was the first one back since Terminator Three. The first Arnold movie. Well, no, his first Terminator since, uh, like, 2003. Yeah. Yeah, because there was Salvation in there. Um, anyhow, the uh, movie came out in 2015. Uh, so this movie stars Amelia Clark, who, fun fact, is in Game of Thrones. Uh, also with uh, Lena Headey, um, who also plays Sarah Connor in the Sarah Connor Chronicles. So in Game of Thrones, there's two Sarah Connors in there. So basically, watching that every time one of them shows up, like, Sarah Connor? Sarah Connor? Probably gets pretty (laughs) annoying. Um, But it just makes me laugh every time. Uh, So, uh, what do you you got? What do you remember about this movie? When did you see it? How do you feel? I I mean, I liked it, but this, I haven't, I don't know if I've seen a movie, I'm sure this says a lot about me, but I don't know if I've I've seen a movie sober and like, like at the theater and like, quite some time like on the first first run actually i'm not gonna lie on every run every time i go to the theater it's just like well i'm fucking drinking if we're going to the theater so yeah, it's a party exactly like it's a night out i don't get out very often especially now but yeah. uh i i like i i'm very when i watch movies when i go to the movies to watch them i'm usually i have a good time it was good i liked it yeah i would uh, call it I'd... good well actually i I didn't have a problem with it, but apparently everybody else in the world did. Yeah, that's it. It gets a lot of vitriol. So, um, for me, uh, flashback to 2015. Um, I just got like quote unquote secretly married. Um, I went back home. My brother was getting out of the clink, you know, after doing a four year stint. I believe is what they say. I don't know. I'll have to ask him. That's the you know common lingo. I think, I think uh, that was like a 50s thing, but. Yeah. Getting out of the slammer. Uh, hey, I did my dime like that. Is that just well, 10 years though, right? Yeah, it's 10 years. Yeah. I, did my, I did my nickel. 
Yeah. Yeah, no, that's five years. Wait, so, what did he do? Uh, uh, four years. So he did uh, his... I did my four pennies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yes. You know, he did his four pennies. Um, actually, so this trip, um, which is, you know, about a year after he moved to Seattle, uh, I was flying down to San Diego. He didn't know I was going down there. Um, I had a like six hour layover in San Francisco. So I didn't eat all day, went and hung out with my friends, got really drunk. I got on a plane and went and you were supposed to pick me up at the airport. I remember now. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And then some weird shit happened. I don't, I don't know. I was pretty drunk. It was a miscommunication apparently, or I just didn't notice that what I, when I said yes, like I, I was waiting for you to tell me again. And then I was like, you're like, Hey, are you here? I'm like, what are you talking about? Airport? I'm like, you were supposed to tell me. And then I scrolled up and I was like, fuck. I said yes already. And yeah. then I was like, fuck, but we were out to dinner. So I was like, okay, I got to go. Uh, uh, and th- Yeah. Sorry about that, by the way. No, that's all right. Um, that's fine. Some guy came up to me and started like asking me stuff in Spanish. And I only speak Spanish when I'm drunk, which is very weird. But I'm also like pretty white looking. So I don't know why at a bus stop in San Diego... Of like all the people that guy can ask shit in Spanish, you'd ask me, but that oh, happened. You you left the airport. Well, uh, did I say bus stop? I was like outside the airport. I don't know. I don't know where the fuck. Oh, you you were waiting like in the. You're like, oh, he's okay. coming. Okay, so you yeah. were like expecting me to come, so you were waiting. Yeah, and See, well, I think that was after we already talked. So I don't know how long it was. This was five years ago, and I was drunk, and I'm drunk now. So <laughs> I don't know how it works, but um. Okay, in my defense, the other thing was you didn't send me any info, because if you would have sent me info before, I'd be like, oh, that's right, I have to pick Joe up. Yeah, I'm a terrible communicator. So. Yeah, me, me too, um, apparently, so. Yeah, it, it doesn't work out well. Anyhow, uh, the whole point of that story uh, is because we went and watched this movie in the theaters, daytime, uh, and I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, my brother was out of jail. Soon asked him to be my best man. Like, you know, I'm going to actually like have a wedding, even though I was already married. So you are there. New fucking Terminator movie came out. Uh, you know, life's good. Go watch the movie. Like different kind of nostalgia reasons then? Not really, but a little bit. But then when you watch the movie, it's like a lot of it's based in San Francisco. I'm like, oh, that's my hood. I know where that is. I know where that is. Uh, there's some time travel shit going on, which... Wait, it's based know. in San Francisco? Like, the second part of it? Yeah, a lot of it's in San Francisco. Aren't they in... Did they drive up to San Francisco? Aren't they in L.A. in the beginning? Probably, but they end up in San Francisco. Oh, okay. Yeah. And there's some time travel shit. There's alternate timelines. You know, Arnold's in it. Like, I love this movie. I can tell you, like, one plot point. Oh, I could probably tell you. <laughs> one, like, there's that weird john connor nanobot thing but yeah i enjoyed it i love the time travel of the alternate timelines that's what kind of gets me going about like the terminator movies it's like think about this i think i wrote a a school paper for my astronomy class of like time travel and dealing with the terminator movies you know so i loved it i haven't seen it since because it's never on any streaming thing and apparently everybody fucking hates this movie and thinks it sucks i thought this was good i thought dark fate kind of sucked but 
So you hear. We'll get there. to that. Yeah. Yes. Because uh, uh, I, I don't. I this movie's fine with me. Like I, I think they did an amazing job recasting uh, the role of Kyle Reese because he looks exactly like Michael Bean. Uh, let's see. Which I'm just joking about, but uh, I don't that remember. Is a what horrible like. casting. I honestly have no idea. Okay, do you not remember? I don't even know. I don't remember Kyle Reese even being in a movie. So he's like the main character. Is he? I thought Sarah Connor was. Well, he's he's who come. He's who like she rescues with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, and then well, like, he's like he's like the dude. You probably didn't recognize he's Kyle Reese because he looks no, fucking nothing like Kyle Reese. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna try not to start shitting on the movie because I actually like the movie. But the the only thing that bugged me was, um, and this is like I not really their fault. I don't know, but that they introduced uh, stuff that didn't get resolved because they basically set shit up for another movie. Which I, oh, yeah. which is fine if they have another movie already, like, um, which I thought they, I'm sure they thought they did have another movie already planned, but like, it wasn't guaranteed and this movie didn't do as well, I think. I would assume. Yeah. And so it got canceled. Like, with who shot her, I think who shot her parents or whoever, like, when she's hiding under, I think she's hiding under, like, uh, in the water or something like that. There was a couple different things where I was like, what? Okay, cool. They'll explain it later. It's fine. But then they don't explain it later. I forgot what I was looking up about the movie. Let's see. Um, I did like the fact that Arnold Schwarzenegger was back. That was cool. The Amelia Clark is whatever. She did fine. I I have no opinion of her either way. Uh, the dude that everybody was fine. I don't know. The story was fine. I wasn't disappointed. I mean, I don't really have. After Terminator Three, I wasn't really expecting much. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. You gave me Arnold. You gave me some young Arnold. You gave me some time travel, some alternate timelines. I'm cool. Like, I'm not... I, I didn't expect it to be, you know, Terminator 2 Part 2. So, Terminator 4? I don't know how that works. But, um, <laughs> like, I didn't expect it to be, like, mind-blowing or anything. Like, I just wanted some cool time travel good shit. And that's what I felt like it was. Uh, yeah. Everybody thinks, like, uh... This is probably the worst. I mean, Terminator 1 and Terminator 2 are their own thing, and then there's all the other ones, and everybody seems to think this is, like, the worst one of the other ones. I and thought everyone was shit on Salvation. Uh, I think it's kind of got a weird, like, um, kind of cult classic, like, resurgence now. People are like, yeah, I think that's, like, probably the best other Terminator movie. Well, I didn't have a problem with that one either, so, I mean... Yeah, yeah, that one's They're, whatever. I don't know. Do you know why they shit on it? This one? I haven't looked it up, but that's what I'm asking. I don't know. I think it's just a lot of like, oh, they fucked up the storyline. Or it's like, it's dumb. Um, but honestly, I saw it once five and a half years ago. So. Fuck, you only seen know. it once? Yeah. Well, I've wanted to watch it since then, but like, it's never on anything. I feel positive towards this movie. So we'll see how it goes after the rewatch and everything. Uh, yeah. 2015 me, don't let me down. I don't think, as of right now, I don't think it'll be the, the worst Terminator movie. that Because, like, as of right now, I don't think it's the worst Terminator movie. So What do you think is Terminator 2, probably? Yes, that movie just blows ass. It's terrible. I know. Like, ugh. But uh, 
Yeah, like what were they thinking? No, what do you what do you think is the worst Terminator movie? Probably three. Yeah, I actually watched it recently, and it was better than I remembered. But I think my expectations have been completely lowered. Yeah, so. like especially go- I think it was just going into that movie from two, so it was yeah. I don't know, but it lowered yeah. the bar, which is good. Yeah, I mean, it, it did a good job of ushering in future Terminator movies. Like, <laughs> like, our expectations aren't that high, so you can't fuck it up too bad. Um, yeah, I mean, Terminator 3 is a little campy, but it's, yeah, it's actually not as bad as I remembered it. But also probably because it lowered the bar for the other Terminator movies. So yeah. in retrospect, it's not too bad. Yeah. You know? It's like when you got like a athlete you know where they're like kind of falling off you're like oh man like they kind of suck now and then like two years later they're even shittier like oh man like 2015 he wasn't that bad like didn't really start to get bad till after that exactly um well uh any other thoughts i'm actually excited to watch this again surprised you haven't watched more than that but i guess it makes sense if it's never on but uh yeah yeah all right, well, I guess uh, let's watch the movie. All right. I'll do some research, uh, super quick research, and we'll be back in just a second. All right, see you guys in a second. Goddamn time traveling robots covering up their goddamn tracks. Knew it. All right, and we're back from watching the movie. That was definitely only two hours that passed when we recorded that intro <laughs> till now. Um, but we're joined by some guests. We have Erica Shasky. Hello. Uh, and for those that don't know, just clear some things up. That is Aaron's girlfriend. And then, uh, we have Laura Castro. Hi. That is my wife. Both of them were on the previous episode. So if you're questioning about who these people were, there you go. All right. So, well, uh, I guess let's get in the movie. Okay. So begin with the Kyle Reese voiceover recapping the world before he was born. He says that his parents used to tell him stories of what things were like before the war, uh, before the war with machines, and from the little clips they show, apparently everything just looked like a Zoloft or Viagrad or something like that, because it was just, like, clips of, like, people running on the beach and, like, meadows and shit like that. I was like, okay. It's really soft lighting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was just, yeah. like, it's like, like, a it's like his parents were, yeah, just describing a fucking medical ad. Anyway, then on, uh, he says on August 29th, 1997... A missile defense program called Skynet came online and became self-aware, which it then decided humanity was a threat to its existence. So it was like, fuck these jabronis, and then launched like a kajillion nukes, killing three billion people. And then the survivors called it Judgment Day. Uh, As he's telling this, us this, we get to watch like stuff blow up pretty much mostly San Francisco. After that, we jump to the future uh, where some... Sick-ass skeleton robots are herding people in the trucks to take them to internment camps to be exterminated. I will say this. Also, it's terminated, not exterminated. Oh, Get sorry. Exterminate. That's wrong Matt Smith property, <laughs> Laura. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I got... Matt, Matt Smith time travel sci-fi thing. Sorry, I got distracted. There's too many. Yeah. Um, is he wearing a bow tie? Yes. Use your flowchart. Is he wearing a bow tie? Yes. <laughs> no. Something else. Um, also, uh, you can't have a uh, as a fuck it. Still San Franciscan, even though I don't currently live there. Uh, you can't have a scene in San Francisco without a cable car. One hundred percent has to happen. 
no matter what. Did Was there a cable car in there? Oh, yeah. Of course there was. It is impossible to have <laughs> any scene set in San Francisco without showing a cable car at least one time. Like, it's, it's, it's physically impossible. Yeah, I lived there six years before I even rode on one. And I think the only reason I did is because we actually lived right next to a stop. Oh, that was so much fun. I, I loved living there. I took the cable car to work every day. It was great. I wonder if, like, when they, when they, uh, like, did the first cut of this movie, since you mentioned that, they, like, turned it in and the studio executives are watching. They're like, where, where does this take place? We, we can't tell where it is. They're like, it's San Francisco. They're like, no, no, it's not. We can't, we can't tell. And then the, then the cable car pops up. Oh, okay. Oh, you can, you can have a giant red bridge anywhere, (laughs) but a cable car. That's what really makes it. Do you see the hippies back there? Do you see the homeless people shitting on the streets? Do you see the tech nerds? Like, yeah, no, I, that could be anywhere. All right, fine. Fucking cable car. To be fair, those, those could be, those could be a lot of places. (laughs) This could be. So, uh. Okay, so we see Kyle Reese as a kid running through some sewers. Uh, He finds a dog, which starts barking at some dude that's approaching him from behind, which the voiceover tells us is an infiltration unit that they call Terminators. So the Terminator aims its gun at little kid Reese, but is shot by some dude that repels down from above, who we find out is John Connor, the leader of the Resistance, who's played by Jason Clark. He's trying to turn him into Reese's pieces. (laughs) No. I want to apologize to for that what's joke, his name? Yeah. No, to Jason Clark. <laughs> yes, is that the actor's name? Oh yeah, you used to be much because yeah. every time I see him, I'm like, that guy's a bad guy. It just emotes bad guy to me, and I feel bad. And I looked it up, and he's actually not ever a bad guy, and I couldn't figure out why. And it turns out, apparently. He was a bad guy one time in a movie when I was a child, and it has completely stuck in my brain that he's a bad guy forever. <laughs> what which was the movie? Was it is called Our Lips Are Sealed, which is a Mary Kate and Ashley movie. <laughs> Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen! My favorite part was I did not have to explain this to Laura at all. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I, I knew what she was talking about. <laughs> 100% immediately was like, oh my God, you're so right. <laughs> And that that poor man has done. The poor man has done nothing. He's he, he's just done like all sorts of like lovely characters since then. And yes. Eric is just like, nah, he's a bad guy. He's just he's a no, bad guy. No, he's a bad guy. He he is. He's a bad guy. What? I legit kept looking up everything else I had seen him in, and I was like, oh yeah, he's is not he... a bad guy in that. Why do I think he's a bad guy? What is he like trying to like close down their like mom's nail salon or something? Or you know what? I have to rewatch it. <laughs> like in a that while. sounds like something. Like he's just that's, like an that's investor? the one where they have to go in the witness protection program. <laughs> yeah, there, there's there's something mob like in that one. I think that's what I was gonna say. Is it like uh, a lawyer? You know, and they're the the judge. You know, the district attorney is trying to get him to talk, but they refuse to talk. They're like. Our lips are sealed. We do not squeal. I'm going to feel really bad if I rewatch that and he's not a bad guy in that either. And I'm just going like, to be like, I don't understand. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we uh, see uh, John Connor rappel down and all of a sudden we see Kyle Reese when he's older and he's helping John murder some machines and free some prisoners. With some gnarly ass scars. Yeah. Then uh, they have a little heart-to-heart in a tunnel about how one of their teams is going to attack Skynet in Colorado. Uh, John uh, Reese wants to go, but John tells him no, which rhymes. Which I just 
Anyway, so, uh, and that he needs, he tells him no, and he needs his help taking out Skynet's final weapon. They then kind of bro out a little bit about what they're going to do after they win the war with Reese telling John, he's like, I want to use my hands for something other other than killing, you know, like touching your mom's boobs or something. <laughs> so then uh, John walks away and Reese pulls out a picture of John's mom, Sarah Connor, played by Amelia Clark. Which is weird. What? That I, it's Amelia he, Clark? He just has a picture. No, he's he just has a picture of his buddy's mom. It's weird. Yeah. Okay, so I was going to ask about that. And oh, by the way, Kyle Reese is played by... Uh, Jai Courtney. John gives a speech as they show a team uh, breaking into the work camp and uh, T-800 driving the truck that seriously made me laugh. Like when yeah, they that have doesn't this... make any sense. Like, <laughs> But so, maybe they didn't figure out how to like automate the car, so I guess uh, fucking throw T-800. They're <laughs> spending energy elsewhere. Anyway, so uh, they're attacking the camp. Skynet activates the, the Model 101, which is the Terminator from the first movie. We see it walking to the time displacement machine, and the way it was walking totally made me wonder if Arnold like kind of coached the actor on how to walk like him. Just kind of like, no, no, your arm should be further away from your body. Remember, you are more muscle than man. You must walk like it. <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, John and Reese start running towards the hangar uh, as all the machines are deactivated after the Colorado team accomplishes their mission, but not before the 101 is able to use the time machine. So when they get to the machine, John tells his men that the Terminator was sent to Los Angeles in 1984 to kill his mother, Sarah Connor, so that he will never be born. It suggests that they, uh, it suggested, like someone suggested they use the time machine to send one of their men back as well. And then a few dudes volunteer to go. But do you think that more people would have volunteered if John would have mentioned that, like, you could bone his mom? Totally. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want to go back in time to, like, pre- judgment day and also like yeah you think they would have more volunteers but yeah okay i just thought of a, i just thought of a movie uh start off the same as terminator but then when uh the kyle reese character gets there first he kind of like he gets some food at mcdonald's and then he starts doing something else and then he starts doing something and he keeps getting distracted and he keeps really really enjoying himself and he gets completely sidetracked from his mission and he just like lives his life but it turns into <laughs> like a comedy like a romantic comedy where he meets someone else and then he hears about this, this like a little like a woman the, getting like murdered, the, like the yeah. Walter Mitty movie, where yeah. he just, just like turns yeah. out to like just enjoy life and yeah, yeah. do a bunch of fun stuff. But then his kid is going into middle school, and then the world ends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh shit!" I mean, we don't. We we can end before that movie ends. That's what that I was supposed to. That's fuck. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, 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 Kyle Reese volunteers and John's like why should you get to go and Reese is like look do you want me to bone down your mom or not so as Reese gets prepped to go he and John have another little like heart to heart and John tells him what to say to Sarah when he finds her so then Reese walks up to the machine all shirtless and this was actually the first instance of how poor of a job they did at casting the Kyle Reese role but we can talk like about that later like once we get to that part uh, anyway so he gets naked and they turn the machine on and it boots up and then everyone kind of just stares at Kyle Reese's dong, a.k.a. his Reese's pieces. And they, uh, uh, so, uh, they st uh, start the machine up, and then uh, just as it's about to send him back, Doctor Who walks up behind John and grabs him with his glowing right hand, which he calls his Doctor Who hand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. He's, al he's also just, he he's the Doctor, he's not Doctor Who. He's on the show Doctor Who. Oh, sorry, I've never, I've never seen the show. Sorry, I'm, I'm... Uh 
fan. I noticed Matt Smith immediately. I was like, holy shit, is that Matt Smith? Why is he yeah. here? Yeah, same. <laughs> oh, he's going to be a thing. No, in the movie, it is Matthew Smith. Really? Oh, that's right. In the credits, they call him Matthew Smith. Totally different person. Which which you never see literally anywhere else. It's Matt Smith everywhere else. Mm, uh, Larry Fishburne went to Lawrence Fishburne. It's when, he, it's when he became more distinguished. Yeah. There you go. So uh, as Reese time travels, he gets flashbacks of his past, which consist of an apocalyptic one and then one of his birthday party where he gets a Genesis tablet which hopefully came with Sonic the Hedgehog. But anyway, uh, he then starts repeating Genesis is Skynet into a mirror. So- which I was really confused by this scene. I had no idea what was going on. I was like, none of this makes sense. He said he was born before all of this or after all of this. Same. He arrives in uh, 19, 1984, just like in the first movie, but this time in much better shape. Uh, yes. And uh, I'm sorry to bring it back to what Erica said, but um, so hold up. So are we to believe that OG's OG Reese's parents survived Judgment Day, banged, had Reese because he was born after Judgment Day. However, in this alternate timeline, those same two people got together, smashed, and then came out with this new Reese, like that same like little sperm, like within the same egg. My my thought, and I don't I don't know if this is real or if I just like made this in my head but i just kind of assumed that like his mama was pregnant already yeah when judgment day happened so he was just born like right after so that part was all the same so while she was pregnant instead of judgment day happening it just didn't but she's already pregnant with uh with that kid i don't know if that time actually works out that's just kind of how i how i justified it in my head uh it does not because reese is born in either 2003 or 2000 yeah because this is 2017 never mind no that makes absolutely no sense then no i totally thought it was like the the silent (laughs) movie where like she's already pregnant and in this not so great timeline oh no i just thought that the like the shit never goes down so yeah, well, no, here's, so, um, are you familiar with the uh, term, like, wizard did it? No. Like, it's like a, it's from a one of the shitty years of The Simpsons, but basically, you know, a bunch of nerds are at, like, a nerd con of some sort, and they're like, oh, you know, I, what was it, uh, it was Lucy Lawless with, like, oh, yeah, Lucy, yeah, and they're like, yeah. how did this happen, like, uh, wizard did it, you know, wizard yeah, did yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, way to explain. The hand-waving like, technique. Yeah. Exactly. Basically, um, alternate timelines and shit is is the sci-fi version of Wizard did it. Like, yeah, alternate timelines. There's, I have answers to most of the stuff at the bottom because I looked up stuff. So I have answers to that. Do you want me to explain them as? Do you want to explain them as as we get to them, or just all at the bottom? Answer specifically. No, like you are you guys asking like why he why there's two versions of it? No, I understand. No, 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 no. He's just asking about the time. Well, what do you mean about the time? I'm asking how would uh, Judgment Day happen in 1997 and then five, six years later, two survivors meet up and they smash and they have a kid and it comes out Kyle Reese. How would if Judgment Day didn't happen, those same two people still smash and have the exact same Kyle Reese? Because like, you know, my dad impregnated my mom a few times. (laughs) <laughs> but me and my brother are not the same people. I got an idea. Maybe they knew each other before Judgment Day in, in the original timeline. But then they were like, okay, 
we're going to wait till we get married. And then they were supposed to get married on Judgment Day. But then Judgment Day happened. And they were like, okay, well, you know, we're not going to, we're going to wait. And then they ended up getting married. Like That still leaves the question of, yes, they're the same parents, but it's a different time. So it's different sperm, different eggs. So how is it the exact same kid? Yeah, it was like yeah. it has nothing which to do I, with which being I think is, married or not. No, I'm just saying as far as yeah. the same two people banging and then, yeah, but I get what you're saying. Also, great sequel to the movie you mentioned earlier is is that one a romantic comedy but like part of it happens before the apocalypse and part of it's like post-apocalyptic you know and they gotta like find each other and get together and everything like you know get Edgar <laughs> Ray on the phone that seems like a movie up his alley okay so uh i'm gonna let's keep going because this is this we're like 10 yeah, minutes we're in the movie. This movie so uh he arrives in 1984 uh and then up at the griffith observatory the t-101 arrives at the same uh to the same punks as the first one sort of except no tire on the face yeah exactly like, i was gonna say the the original the character was originally played by bill paxton uh but really? but the character is different now and you obviously noticed how no no tire on the face like no tire tread thing on the face and then his hair is a different color i just legit thought he looked like billy idol like he, I was like, oh shit! He's got that that uh, well, they, it's black, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, the the punks approach the T one hundred and one and start giving him shit, and I thought the CJ Arnold's face it, that that was some good. It looked good. I thought it looked pretty decent. It was less creepy than I would have expected. Yeah. Well, it still had kind of like an uncanny valley thing to it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, he, it was it was no Scorpion King. Let's put it that way. Yeah. It was yep. better than Scorpion King. Honestly, Arnold at that time kind of had the uncanny valley anyways. <laughs> I was going to so. say, well, I was going to say he's not supposed to be alive, so. Yeah, he's a little glossy. His face kind of did that anyway, even in the original. I was actually, I'd, having no idea of what was, I didn't know what I was getting into when I watched this movie for the first time. And I saw him come up all like de-aged and I'm like, are they going to do the entire movie like this? <laughs> and I was very concerned, but I was happy that wasn't the case. So, But in that one scene, yeah, they did a pretty good job. Yeah. I think I was just drunk enough, too, the first time I watched this. And I was like, holy shit, they did so good. <laughs> and then this time watching it, I was like, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> still, pretty, still pretty good. Yeah. So, okay, so... Uh, Everything's a lot more... Po- I'm, I'm glad I'm a more positive drunk, because I was literally like, oh, good job, guys. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, before the uh, 101 has a chance to attack the punks, an older version of it, uh, kind of calls to it and is like, come at me, bro. And then they start fighting. Uh, something I noticed this time around when they're fighting is that the, the younger version grabs, did you notice that the younger version grabs his right arm and kind of twists it and there's a loud clank, which I didn't notice the first time, which I'm pretty sure is how his like, arm is fucked up for the rest of the movie. I did not notice that. Yeah, I, I didn't notice that when we were watching before, because but after rewatching Because they do really like, focus on that after. <laughs> yeah, and there's a loud, there's like a loud clank with that. Um, so anyways, he's fighting it. He, uh, Somehow resist kissing it long enough for Sarah Connor to reach the roof, which was like, where the fuck was she before this? Just in the van or something like that? Or she was know. climbing up the roof. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but why I don't know. She there like an hour. I before? don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't the one hundred and one throws uh, Gramps against a fence and is about to start wailing on him when Sarah fires a shot into his chest, which deactivates it. And then the old man stands up and gives her like a thumbs up. I, and I loved the thumbs up. The thumbs up was great. Yes. Does that t- that t- that tells you like who he is? Yeah. yeah. So uh, back in the alley, Kyle Reese stole some hobo pants and starts running away from a cop. Cop Which, catches poor hobo. Co- Seriously, cop cop catches up to him, but Reese manages to take his gun. 
and then asks what year it is. The cop is like, 1984, and then turns his hand into a knife and tries to kill him, which was weird because it's so completely out of character for a cop. Well, yeah. he, he's white, so... <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> I, I got oh, that that's way true. too. That's why it's out of character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Reese uh, shoots, uh, ends up being a, a Terminator T-1000. And Reese, ends up, Reese, uh, Reese shoots it, runs away, breaks into a sporting goods store. The T-1000 looks for him as Reese grabs some clothes and some sweet it Nike vandals. Way too long to find clothes. Like, he's running through that store the whole time. And gotta, the whole time I'm yelling at the store being like, dude, grab some clothes, fool. Like, you're running naked through this place. With all clothes. He wanted the right clothes. Ugh. And yeah, <laughs> the right clothes. And then he gets to the Nikes and I'm like, wow, sweet ad placement, bro. And then Aaron's like. Th- those are the shoes he had. Yeah. yeah. Then he's all correcting me and I'm like, oh, okay, that makes it better. But like, <laughs> seriously, you had to find the right shoes to like. Also, you think Reese has ever been in a clothing store before? Like, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's like, why are all these clothes around here? I yeah okay. I'm from a yeah, post-apocalyptic true. future. Uh, okay, I didn't think about Maybe that. Maybe these are somebody else's clothes. I don't want to take them. He's being courteous. Exactly. No, he's not. He just stole <laughs> okay. those pants. <laughs> That's true. Okay, so he doesn't uh, know courteous. Uh, apparently the the vandals have been discontinued for like a long fucking time. But the costume designer of the movie was able to get Nike to make twenty five pairs. Of them. Oh, that is but, neat. Uh, yeah, so the T one thousand finds them. But he runs away, slams into some cops, one of whom, like I swear, looked like a young J.K. Simmons, but maybe that's just me. But they, they cuff him and they lead, start leading him out of the store when the T-1000 attacks them from behind, killing one of the cops. The other cop shoots it, but it's a T-1000, so it's like, fuck you, man. <laughs> so they run behind a counter and then immediately begin to start yelling loudly while trying to hide. So the T-1000 starts shooting at them. Uh, just then, an armored bank truck slams into the store and rams a T-1000. Sarah Connor opens the passenger door and delivers one of the series' most famous lines. Come with me if you want some ribs. And which was... Uh, which is another product placement for... Uh, Tony Roma. Yeah, Tony Roma. <laughs> oh, that was like the McRib? <laughs> what do you, uh, what do you get? So, uh, so uh, Reese jumps in the truck. They take off. Uh, they start talking and Sarah takes him like to school on the Terminators and the T-1000 because he's... Thinks he knows what we're talking about, and so he's all Which confused. Again, I don't understand how he doesn't know what they're talking about. Because he doesn't, he's from a different timeline than that one, and he doesn't know what all that stuff is. And all, all he sees is a Terminator that he thinks is a Terminator. So you know, he's freaked out about that. But he's from the future. I, I like, I was wondering about that. So he's from the future. How does yeah, he know but, less than her? No, no, no. But but the T one thousand, I think, came up came after like obviously came after the first movie so it was obviously after they sent him back so yes. like i don't think they came up with the t-1000 until later like it wasn't invented or whatever until after or, well it's actually not in his timeline because well even for the second one though right well the second one is a divergent timeline from the first one we'll get into that later okay okay so <laughs> so uh my brain. <laughs> he's uh so she's telling him about the Terminator. She's all confused. So she tells him that the 1984 he was supposed to be sent back to no longer exists. And that her and the old man over there already took care or of the Terminator that was sent back to kill her. She opens the back of the truck to show him the deactivated T-800 or T-101 or whatever. Uh, but Reese notices the old man Terminator freaks out because he's afraid of elderly people. And then tries to shoot it, which makes Sarah crash the truck. He then gets out and tries to euthanize the old man, but Gramps knocks him out instead and throws him in the back of the truck. 
They get back into the truck and the old Terminator gets behind the wheel as Sarah checks on Reese. The, uh, the old man asks if Reese is okay. Sarah says he's still breathing and he's like, good, then get to fucking. But she's all <laughs> like, but we're supposed to fall in love first. And then the Terminator's like, my files do not deal with love. Okay. Right here I was like, Amelia Clark is way too sweet to have been cast as Sarah Connor. But then I kind of remembered how she was in the first movie. And at this point in the timeline, it, I think it kind of like she, Amelia Clark kind of does do a pretty decent job of portraying a mixture She's between like the sweet Sarah Connor from the yeah. first movie and the badass Sarah Connor from the second. But she doesn't have like she's not all bitter and jaded from being in like a psych ward and have to deal with all the shit from the first one. So she's not as like hardened as um, Linda Hamilton is in the second one. So like it's the casting was fine. Yeah. Well, cause she kind of grew up with like the idea of, you know, Terminators and the end of the world and shit. So it's not a foreign idea. Yeah. Yeah. Like th- this Sarah Connor. Yeah. So it's a lot yeah. of nurture. Like she can still, it's not like she learned it when she was 20 something and it's just like, what the fuck? Like, this is crazy. We got to stop these machines. Like, n- nobody believes me. Uh, she's kind of like eased into it. Yeah, exactly. Like, she's been dealing with so, it like, for pretty much her whole life. Yeah. So, like, point. if you can get past the fact that she looks nothing like Linda Hamilton, it's just kind of, she, she's fine. Like, if you consider the situation. But uh, anyway, so. She is fine. Uh, back in the truck, Reese begins dreaming about his birthday again, and the kid says the same Genesis Judgment Day stuff in the mirror, but this time says to go to San Francisco in 2017 to kill uh, Skynet. He wakes up, starts asking them questions, and they explain that the reason Old Man Terminator looks so old is because he's covered in living tissue, which ages normally. They also tell him that the old man saved Sarah when she was nine and that he was programmed to protect Sarah no matter what. Reese asks who programmed and sent him, but the old man says those files were deleted. Uh, so the T-1000 catches back up to them, breaks his windshield, oozes through that, jumps on the truck. They blow it by, uh, They blow it back in the police car, and then Reese blows it up, and Sarah gives him kind of a look like, mm. She did. I literally have... She just gave him a look like she had a lady boner. <laughs> yeah, I believe Laura mentioned that as well. Like, oh, he blew up the car? Like, I think I am ready to fall in love with this guy. <laughs> so they, That's all it takes, apparently. They uh, <laughs> arrive at the warehouse. Reese tells Sarah that he saw John being attacked by a Terminator as he was being sent back. Just then, the T-1000 bursts through the window, turns his hand into a blade, cuts it off with his other hand, which is also a blade, tosses it in the air like he's in the high school flag team, and then catches it and throws it at the old man, which pins him to the wall. Uh, it Being then, on the flag team in high school, yeah. <laughs> it uh, it uh, it then drops a little bit of liquid metal goo into the deactivated T eight hundred's eyes, which can apparently bring it back to life. It so that that stands up, uh, but Reese shoots it with a grenade launcher. The T eight hundred starts trying to kill Reese with the metal rod as he runs away. Then it decides rods are for chumps, uh, but Reese manages to shock it with the loose cable and then scrambles to his gun, which he uses to blow the T eight hundred's head off. Elsewhere, Sarah enters a room with a bunch of barrels set up along the roof. Something drips on her, and she takes off her jacket and sprays her arm. All all of a sudden, uh, two Kyle Reese's enter the room, and it's pretty obvious, like, pretty quickly which one is the fake one because it asks for help, and you know there's no way that fucking Dick would do that. They both try to convince her that they're the real Reese, so she shoots one of them in the shoe, revealing it to be the T-1000. She then tells Reese to run and begins to back away as she shoots the barrels hanging him from the ceiling, which are filled with acid, which make the T-1000 melt. It charges her, but the old man appears, grabs it, holds it under the acid, which kills it, but also melts his flesh off his old man arms. A little while later, she's covering the old man's arm with her aloe vera, and she tells Reese that they've been preparing for over a decade for the arrival of both him and the T-800. 
It's at this point for some reason, I don't know why, but it bugged me all of a sudden that she doesn't have 80s hair. <laughs> I don't know what it was about this scene in particular that all of a sudden it dawned on me that I was like... Alternate timeline. Yeah, 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 yeah. apparently alternate timeline got rid of the 80 hairs. Yeah. So uh, they then walk down to a janky ass version of the time machine, which they needed a CPU from the future to make work, which would they now have. The old man sets the machine's coordinates in 1997, but says he can't go because only living tissue can travel through and his arms all exposed now. Reese tells him that they need, need to go to 2017 and then mentions the dreams he's been having. The old man says his dreams in an alternate timeline that he remembers because he was time traveling when John Connor was killed. So Kyle Reese says again that they need to go to 2017, but Sarah insists on going to 1997 because she's like, the Spice Girls were huge back then and I want to see them before Ginger Spice leaves the group, so we gotta go to 97. But Is that why you yes. searched that the other night? Oh so my God. Reese takes a CPU chip and threatens to break it. Sarah pulls a gun on him, so he repeats what she told him in his dream while touching her hand, which gets her, like, super hot, and she forgets what she was mad about. It works every time. Yeah. Start getting ready to go. Reese, tells it, Reese uh, starts telling her what John was like, so they both start getting undressed, and he notices her, like, sexy lady shadow in that scene that I probably would have watched alone in my room on repeat if it had come out in the 90s. Uh, they uh, get the machine prep. Sarah hugs the, the old guy. He says some deep shit. Like, as she's hugging him, he's like, it's a meaningless gesture. Why hold on to something when you know you must let it go? Like, he then uh, tells her he'll prepare stuff for their arrival and makes a small dick joke about Reese's pieces. Wait, is it is it a small joke about his penis or is it a joke about a small penis? I don't remember. You said it's, he makes a small dick joke. So is it a small dick joke or is it a small dick joke? No, it's a small dick joke. Okay. A small okay. joke about his dick? No, no. The, right. the other way, yeah. A joke about his small. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Okay. They time travel to 2017 San Francisco, which weren't they just in LA? Yes. And can you do that? Uh, well, we don't exactly know where. Well, technically, at the beginning of Terminator One, they say 2029 AD Los Angeles. So yeah, um, they left from LA. Like, they were just at Griffith Observatory. That's why I was like, do we miss the scene where they traveled to San Francisco? No, I'm they didn't sure. travel to San Again, Francisco. Again, it's just nick, nick picking. Yeah, no, they, they landed in San Francisco. By yeah. accident? No. no, no I, was, I was just curious if, like, the machine can, like... By design? Travel, like, put you in different places. Uh, it's never been uh, specified that the time travel machine stays in the same place, which, I guess, when you think about it with the Earth spinning and going around... And, all that shit, like time travels, doesn't really work. But also, um, if it doesn't, why not go back like five days before and go in L.A. and then drive up to San Francisco? Give it a week. Yeah. Um, but also, when they choose San Francisco, they choose like the worst spot. It's like right in the middle of the freeway, which that part is like right in the like, like right in the middle of the city, maybe a little southwest or southeast, but. Why there? Why not like to the headlands across the bridge or like Colma where 80% of that city is just graveyards? Like why right in the fucking middle? Hell, throw it in a park or something. Like there's there's yeah, parks. Golden Gate Park's three miles long. Your biggest by, issue like, there is you might run into some buffalo. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe the machine only has like a destination city and it just kind of drops you. Like you're like, oh, San Francisco. It's like, all right. 
and it just kind of drops you. Oh, like when you, hit, when you type in a city on Google Maps, it just drops a random pin anywhere. Yeah, That's, exactly. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, maybe it was like that. Okay. So they uh, they're naked in the middle of a freeway, immediately arrested. Which the cops got there really quick. There was cops already on the freeway. Which again, it's just movie stuff. It's no, that's that's realistic. They're fucking everywhere. Which also, no one's getting arrested for being naked in San Francisco. That's true. I've seen lots of naked people in San Francisco. Yeah, but no one's getting arrested really? for being naked in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. Which it's always cold. Like why? Yeah. So they're uh, in the back of the paddy wagon, and Sarah tells them how she met the Terminator. Uh, she she says when she was a kid, she went fishing with her dad at Big Bear Lake, and then the cabin that her mom was in exploded right before the T-1000 attacked them. So her dad told her the same thing that Reese uh, repeated to her earlier from his dream. So then little Sarah ran, swam back to the dock where a younger version of the old man T-101 found her and saved her. Which, why did she decide to trust him and not the one that was killing her? Did she not because think it wasn't it the same the other one? I don't person? know. They didn't explain like, that. I legitimately was confused about that too. He looked more kind. She was um, also nine years old. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, what is she like, going to do? Run away? One of those just blew up her house. Okay, but I don't think like it's not exactly like what Joe said. It's a Terminator. It's just going to catch up to her. Like you're coming with me. Okay. That's probably a mixture of that. But uh, he probably said, "Come with me if you want to live." She's like, "Okay, there you go." <laughs> uh, they start arguing about if the Terminator is dangerous. Um, he really takes out all the stops in this movie a lot to try to really convince her that. Well, I mean, he's only dealt with Terminators killing killing people, so I mean, it makes it kind of makes sense. But uh, they go to a ho- they're at a hospital. A few, um, there's a few cops talking to J. Jonah Jameson that we start with, and then we go to their their hotel or the hotel her hospital rooms. Saying. Like, and there's a fucking doctor who's on the phone while he's treating them. Which was just fucking stupid. Unprofessional. Yes. Uh, completely. Like, no. Like, Mr. Exposition, exposition here, which is like, just... Uh, yes. He just happens to be talking about... Gen- anyway, speaking of being on your phone, let's hear... Uh, let's actually hear a quick message from this scene's sponsor. What do you say? Are you tired of your hospital employees taking unprofessional personal calls while tending to patients? Well, good news! Here to help is the brand new Shut the Fuck Up bot... Hi, I'm Laura Castro. You might remember me from such podcasts as See You at the Potty, Richta, and You All Every Potty. But today, I'm here to talk to you about a revolutionary new product called the Shut the Fuck Up Bot. The Shut the Fuck Up Bot helps you protect your company by recording all your employees' calls, both incoming and outgoing, and processing them through our advanced AI. The Shut the Fuck Up Bot will remove all personal and sensitive data, replacing it with one of our many delightful ads. We keep it super safe and secure and will never, ever, ever sell it or use it for anything else. Promise! The Shut the Fuck Up Bot is created by your friends at Cyberdyne. And now, back to the show. Song is catchy as fuck. <laughs> so, uh, so he tells me about genesis his operating system that'll connect all the devices it pretty much sounds like a verizon commercial uh the cops we saw earlier into the room and then like fucking just examples of bad writing as they start naming off every single thing that they tried to find them on anyway uh they tell kyle that he's like supposed to be 12 uh j jonah jameson comes in and is like hey guys remember me 
And then the Kyle reveals he's a time traveler. They start arguing, but they manage to get some like handcuff stuff, like to, to undo their handcuffs. Cops leave the room. John Connor enters a few minutes later, and Wire, Kyle Reese immediately gets like half a chub. Uh, in another room, J. Jonah Jameson's watching an interview on TV with Miles Dyson's son, who's revealed to be the one that created Genesis. Back in the hospital room, the three of them subdue the cops waiting outside the door before Sarah. But before they leave, Sarah demands proof that John is in the T-1000, so John tells her a few personal things to prove it. They walk through the hospital, and we're giving yet another big example of writing, because every fucking hospital employee is on their phone in order to drive the point home again. Over in the security, gr- security room, the old man knocks out security guard, then locates uh, the three of them uh, as they're entering the parking garage. And for some reason, after 10 plus years of knowing him, John decides to call Reese dad, like all of a sudden, which Reese is like, what the fuck? They tell him that Reese is John's dad uh, right before the old man comes in, just blows the hell out of John with a shotgun. Uh, Reese gets upset. It's like, you killed my dad. The old man grabs him. And so Sarah aims a gun at his head as if shooting him in the head would fucking do something. Yeah, but it's the emotional she, response. It's the point. Yeah, I get it. it, but he's trying she, to prove a point. You you said that backwards. Yeah. Yeah, you killed my son. Sorry, Reese is pissed because he's like, "You killed my son." Uh, gets grabbed. Sarah aims a gun, and it's just like, I get it, but still. Um, have we skipped over the whole J.K. Simmons part yet? Because the uh, goddamn time traveling robots covering their goddamn tracks. Yeah, I love that part. I, just, I love everything about J.K. Simmons, and I think he is so fucking fantastic in this role. Like, it is, like, just pitch perfect the entire time. And then, yeah, when he goes into the, the uh, like, the security room, whatever, where they have all the man- monitors. What is it, Joe? You said it just, what's he say? Goddamn time-traveling robots covering their goddamn tracks. It's great. Love it. So right then, John gets up, reveals himself to be a Terminator. So Sarah points a gun at him because apparently... Uh, traveling through time made her forget how Terminators work, I guess? I don't know. So John tells them what happened to him when Kyle Reese left, when he was attacked by the Doctor, not Doctor Who. Thank you, I appreciate that. Turns out uh, the Doctor is actually Skynet and killed everyone else in the room before infecting John with Skynet stuff, which again, which I had written down, which you mentioned earlier, which is like just kill kill everyone before Reese leaves, but whatever. They also... Oh, also they, they... ruin the twist about John being a Terminator when they during the advertising for the movie, which I guess the director was not too happy about, which would be super fucking annoying if you set stuff up and then the ad like the marketing uh team just fucks up any sort of twist for it. It's literally eraser all over again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Terminator two. And yeah. I guess exactly. Theory Predator. I think we talked about this in the uh trailer. Yeah. Uh so uh John tells him that he was uh, sent back to 2014 to safeguard Skynet and make sure Judgment Day happens. He then offers for them to join him or he'll kill them. Sarah says he can't kill him because they're his parents. And he's like, eh, fuck the continuity. I'll kill whoever I want. And so the, him and the old man start fighting and John slams. He slams John into a minivan that probably belonged to some poor nurse who's probably on a 15-hour shift. Going to get off. Those poor car owners. They should have had some farmer's insurance. <laughs> <laughs> that's all i had yeah. sorry <laughs> okay 
So uh, they start they start fighting and they get he throws them through a wall. Where that would be really funny if he like runs out of the hospital just to do his little commercial speech and then runs back in. <laughs> so we're treat and then we're treated to another pep- uh, Pepsi fucking ad right there. Really? He slams them down. Oh, you missed it. Yeah. Slams them down into a Pepsi Max vending machine. So two out of three movies so Ooh. far. Pepsi ad. Pepsi Max. What the fuck is that? I don't. Do they still have that? I think they still might have that. I don't it's know. like. Pepsi Zero, but or Coke Zero, yeah. Is it? Oh, is that what it is? Coke Zero. Yeah, I think I it's know. like Coke Zero. It's like because diet soda is gross, um, and they're like, "Hey, let's make this a different kind of gross." So, um, oh, so they're calling it Max instead of Zero. Yeah, apparently, it, it's the dude version of like a diet Pepsi of Tab. No. Pepsi Max is a low calorie, sugar free cola. There you go. Exactly. No. Diet Pepsi it's a dude version is of Tab for women. What Tab is just a regular soda. Tab. Well, no, no. Tab is Tab is. It's I been, thought Tab is for women. Though. It's yeah. been renamed like marketed towards women. Pepsi yeah. Zero Sugar. That's it's been renamed since. Okay, but Tab is for women. Yes, it used I, to be. Used to <laughs> is be Tab your favorite? Pepsi Max. So they they end up in a room with an MRI machine, which they break, and the magnets make them stick to it before. Reese turns it off. They grab the old guy, turn it on full blast. John is pulled back, and which was actually like my favorite shot of the movie, which is how he's like doing that like shadow thing as he's like trying to get away from the like it looks like you can see like the that was neat. Yeah, that yeah. was cool. I was that was like that visual was super cool. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Allegedly, you can see the evolution of man through that, but I don't see it. Oh, really? But some oh. people said like the first one is like the slunched over guy. Huh. Oh. I have to I have to look at it again because that's cool. Yeah, that's what people say. Uh, so uh, they end up sticking him to it, but uh, and then take off. John eventually frees himself. They drive away. The old man tells him that he's now a Terminator after he was infected uh, by the doctor with some machine phase matter, which I'm pretty sure is just a fancy name for cyborg jizz. But he also tells them that John can be trapped by magnetic fields. Uh, Kyle Reese is like he can be cured. And then the old man's like negative. His body was replaced on the cellular level, which was just funny how he said cellular. He's like cellular. Uh, so we go over to Cyberdyne, which has definitely been upgraded since their building didn't get like blown up. Yeah. You know, they just been working on building that building up. It was nice to see. Yeah. And they cleaned up Hunter's Point. So good for them. Oh, yeah. I guess they were in L.A. Wait, were they in San Francisco? Did they drive up to San Francisco in the second one? No, I'm saying Hunter's Point in San Francisco is... Like that area, is it? Like nobody goes there. But now in this movie, they're just like, where is some place where nobody goes? Because usually, like, especially in what is it, Ant Man, or some other shit, it's always they're always like in Alameda on Alameda Island or something, and that's where their big headquarters are. This one, they're just like, yeah, fuck it, throw it in Hunter's Point. No one goes there. No one knows what it looks like. We'll just put this big uh, building there, and everybody like, all right, like cool, whatever. To tell you the truth, if you showed me like a thing of Hunter's Point, I'd be like, I don't, I don't know where that is. It created jobs. I'm, I'm good with it. <laughs> There's not much reason to go to Hunter's Point at the moment. So yeah, get some jobs, get some like great like mixed residential areas. Yeah, if you if you fall asleep on the T going north and you go past the ballpark, then you end up in Hunter's Point. Yeah, which you don't normally do intentionally. So, uh, so. 
Oh yeah, John's walking with Miles and Danny Dyson, and they're talking about how John's worked for them, and they pretty much came up with he came up with most of their ideas, um, as well as Genesis, and then it looks like they're making their own time travel machine. Which was that the same machine from the beginning of the movie that they that the machines are using? I, like I I only noticed it the last time that I that I watched it. I wasn't sure if it was yeah. Oh no, because they were in L.A. It's at least a like prototype. Yeah, it look it looks like it, but also. Um, two other things. This is kind of a, a little bit of an homage to the second one, where they used the part from the original movie, like from the original T one hundred one, to kind of shape their future. So, but in this one, they're using their little time travel thing in order to for Skynet to use it in the future, as opposed to Skynet to use it between one and two. And also, it's never explicitly said that the guy that's with Danny Dyson is Miles Dyson. Oh no, it's. It's uh, like he's credited as Miles Dyson. Oh, he is. Yeah, they didn't well, even say it's his name. Credited, but it's not like it's it's not said in the movie. No, because you had to look it up. No, uh, that's how I knew because yeah, I looked it up. You you had to but, look it up. But I think I'm sure that that would have came into play like in the sequels. Okay, so like, Danny yeah. <laughs> Dyson uh, makes a speech to the Cyberdyne employees about how Genesis is going online and they have one billion users. That have pre-ordered, and then he unveils Genesis, which for some reason they they made to resemble like a little fucking British kid, like Resident Evil. Like every fucking every it literally, movie, it reminded me so much of Raccoon City. Every movie like, that has a little like has like sentient AI seems to have like a little British kid. Yeah, yeah, because it's so creepy. Or it's supposed to be unassuming, and we just associate it with being creepy because they always use that to be unassuming, but it never is. Yeah. Also, little British kids are creepy. Yeah, <laughs> well, like little American kids, you know, like it just wouldn't be as. Like, All little kids are creepy. <laughs> Let's be real here. Uh, I don't know what American kids are like, but they're not. Yeah, they're not dignified. I can tell you that much. <laughs> you know, like hello, mom. Where's me, yeah. Like that. <laughs> I want wee wee madinkas. Like you know, they're just like snotty and I don't know. You seem like the cars for kids commercials, you know. They got those little shits on there. Like, I wouldn't trust any of my businessy stuff to, like, a nine-year-old American kid. That just, yeah. I wouldn't do that. Like, a nine-year-old British kid would be like, I don't know, they probably got something going on. <laughs> yeah, true. I probably would, like, equate a nine-year-old British kid to, like, at least a 13 or 14-year-old. They, they get a little bit more. Yeah, they, they age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Higher. They seem more dignified. So, yeah. Uh, in another part of the facility, John has what I'm assuming is cyber sex with the Genesis program. Because um, he just inserts, which he was putting in a CPU into it or something into it. I don't remember. It was dong. Yeah, okay. His his uh, termidong. His dong. Anyway, so uh, the other three head to the bunker that the guy's been, the old man's been preparing. We see them loading bullets. And Sarah notices that the old man saved pictures of her and some childhood things. Which I thought was she draw. really cute. Yeah. It was really sweet. Yeah. So they plan their strategy for destroying the Cyberdyne building. Uh, and then they also try to figure out a way to deal with John. Reese starts whining about to Sarah. Like, oh, like, you should have told me about her son. So she basically tells him that he dies and to shut the fuck up. And I like the way she words it. Uh, because she was like, we fall in love. And then you father John. And then you die. And, uh... Meanwhile, the old man's out, uh, outside tearing apart some speakers. John shows up 
And then uh, him and Kyle Ray started like, come to my side. No, come to my side. And then John starts reciting the tagline right off the Terminator poster. Sarah's like, fuck this. Shoots them with a grenade launcher. They run, meet up with the old man. They escape in the school bus. John emerges. He's uh, super on fire in his liquidy form. With abs that I feel like Jason Clark probably doesn't have. <laughs> but Stills. very ripped. So, uh, yeah, the uh, old man puts on some magnetic brass knuckles and says he's going to use them to fuck up John. Uh, John rides his motorcycle off the on the top of the bus after they leave that like rainbow tunnel in San Francisco, which you guys is there. Can you does that go into a mountain? Because when I was watching this, it doesn't show it like, you know, what I'm talking about yeah. like right above the tunnel. Does it go into a, can he actually drive down on top of the bus? From uh, there? I don't I think know. so. I've driven through. The- or does it go like straight up into a mountain? That's on the other side. Is this the part where they're in? Is this the part where they're like north of the the bridge, like northwest, like in that part of Marin yeah, that's on that side? Yeah, of when the... they're leaving that like tunnel that has like the rainbow, like over. Yeah. Um, over I think it goes through a mountain. Um, I don't see why it wouldn't. Uh, but it's been at least a decade since I've driven through that. I I walked through it about eight years ago, so that's more recent than a decade. <laughs> Than that, that Joe has. So I'm going to say, yes, you can. But as previously discussed, my memory shit. So okay. don't trust me. I was just curious if, like, there was, like. If nothing else, I feel like the, uh, the like, little cross country aspect of it would be yeah, doable enough. Like Terminator. So, like, even if Spound, you just go over the top. And- yeah, it's, it's, it's not like he's going up a cliff or, like, or anything. Like, it's, it would probably work even if there's not an actual road. So he uh, ends up under the bus and punches through the floor, uh, grabs the old man and pulls him under, and he falls out, like flails about until he runs into a police car. And I guess apparently this was another scene that some of the critics had a problem with, uh, something to do with how the people that do the CGI don't understand how basic physics work. It wasn't just with this movie, though. They said they had a a lot of CGI-heavy films to kind of do this. Uh, there was a cracked article by David, Christopher David Bell that made a good point saying that uh, when he's pulled out from under, he shouldn't have bounced around like that because he weighs like 500, at least 450, 500 pounds. So it wouldn't be like, do, 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 do. It just like hit the ground. But it was it was just like an unrealistic thing, which, again, you're in a Terminator movie. So, yeah, my time traveling robot with human skin movies, I like uh, realism. So that is something that very much annoys me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So the so it crashes in the police car, uses his get out line, and then steals the car to catch up with the bus. Uh, John ends up flipping the bus by pulling like the axle down, and then it ends up hanging off the side of the Golden Gate Bridge, which that bus flip was actually real, I guess. And they um, even though it didn't look like it, they they built like a five hundred foot long replica of the bridge in New Orleans and did it there. Huh. Uh, hanging from the bus. He uh, uses the brass knuckles on on John. Uh, Sarah grabs the old man's hand, grabs Kyle's hand. The bus falls over the thing, and John's in it. They're they get arre- They're surrounded by cops when they get pulled up, get arrested. I was gonna say, uh, the cops show up and don't shoot them, but they're, they're white, white yeah. so yeah, yeah, that's very realistic. They uh, they're being they're interrogated. Little little Kyle Kyle Reese is brought in with his family to see if he recognizes old Reese. And the kid says the older Reese kind of looks like his dad, which he definitely fucking does not. In uh, Arnold's room, J.K. Simmons walks in, and one of the agents starts shooting everybody before revealing himself to be John Connor. J.K. Simmons frees Sarah Connor as they're headed 
uh, to free regular Reese. Sarah notices little kid Reese, and she starts. She leads him to a stairwell to get the fuck out, and she also touches his hand, probably giving him his first boner, more than likely. Um, she then meets up with the other uh, the other two as they head into the armory. The old man meets them there. They get in the choppa. John gets in one. They take off, uh, like right off, and then drop off the building. Uh, John follows them in his cop or in his choppa. They shoot John. They get above him. He gives his sweet "I'll be back." We get a little bit of the original theme music, and he fucking jumps out of the plane onto John's, causing it to crash next to Cyberdyne. That scene was fucking awesome. Yes, uh, him jumping out. Also, they finally gave Bay Bridge some screen time because it's way better than Golden Gate Bridge. Suck at Golden Gate Bridge. You ain't shit compared to the Bay Bridge. <laughs> Joe has feelings about the Bay Bridge. <laughs> Apparently, I just think it's good. Like you know it. It does its job. It goes to much better places. Like, who's going to go to Marin? Rich people? Who cares? Like, oh, the bridge is orange. Cool. Bay Bridge, two layers, goes to uh, Treasure Island and the East Bay. You know, that's some cool shit. And now you can ride your bike over it. Way better. All right. Uh, that, That helicopter, like, chase scene, though, is where we get the cable car. Uh, so that's that's how you know we're in San Francisco. Oh yeah, another cable car scene. Yep. Yeah, so that's that comes in there just just to remind us there's a cable car, so we're in San Francisco. I also like that, like that scene kind of made me realize that Arnold Schwarzenegger is the best part of the movie. Absolutely. Like I think just because he understands the role very well, which I mean it's not a super hard role, but like, like I'm curious if they actually try to give him ever try to give him more lines, and he's like negative. The T1 101 would not talk this much. But like, I don't, does a good job. I I totally agree though. Arnold is absolutely the best part of this movie. Like, just it's it's a pretty good movie overall. But he is he he's he's definitely what makes it like more fun to watch. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so uh, John uh, goes in the building, kills a guard. Sarah and Reese land into the building. The little creepy British Genesis kid talks to them, tells them they're too late, and then knocks the Genesis timer countdown. Genesis countdown timer down from 13 hours to 15 minutes, which never why? mind. I'm going to stop nitpicking. Okay. Why, I was not, like, why, why not just be like four, three, two, one, zero. Like, <laughs> yeah. Still compiling. But I would be, I, I would be kind of stoked if I had, like, if I lived in that world and I ordered Genesis and all of a sudden I noticed, I'm like, holy shit. It just knocked down to 15 minutes. There was 13 hours on this bitch and it just came down to 15 minutes. Fuck yeah. Well, the way I was thinking about it is like when you, you're downloading something and it's like, oh, this is going to take 129 days. Never mind. It's going to take 81 days. Never mind. It's going to take three hours. Never mind. It's going to take 27 hours. But I, I kind of thought of it like that. So like something happened and it made it just go a little quicker. So he couldn't just he couldn't just skip down to zero. There was still some metaphorical downloading that needed to happen it just something sped it up for a minute so it got a little closer to completion that makes makes, uh more sense than just that makes more sense than just being like well we're magic right now we can do anything we want apparently you can just do anyways yeah no i just yeah old school download bars where it goes from anywhere from 25 seconds to 128 days that's 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 where my head which was such a big that was such a big win too where it was like oh it was on 30 some hours and now it's on 20 some like you were just like holy shit celebration (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. 100 uh okay so uh john appears starts shooting at them the old man throws something at at him and pins him to the tv monitors as they head to the servers, the old man tells them that the timer sped up because Skynet is evolving. 
he also tells him that he worked in the building before he was laid off. John pulls the pole out of the like pulls himself out of the pole. Uh, they they reach the time machine. The old man tells him that he was able to program Sarah's voice and handprint in the security system. There's a safe room on the lower levels. Uh, so they who who, who? wait. Did Who you miss that part? That? Yeah. See, this is this is why I was like, you should probably watch the movie again because it, no, I legit have okay. So here in my notes, so why would her hand work? <laughs> th- this is this is I'm I'm telling you because I had the same notes because we ended up getting super okay. So we ended up getting like by the time we paused the movie like an hour in and then we continued to drink and talk, <laughs> but uh, eventually I was like, okay, we need to go back to the movie. Mm-hmm. So like an hour like an hour later, we go back to the movie after having a bunch more drinks and. My notes go from making kind of sense to like questions like, wait, why is this yeah, happening? Yeah, this yeah. is stupid. <laughs> but then watching it the second time, I'm like, oh, that makes sense now. My notes for this are a lot shorter than collateral damage, <laughs> yeah. too. Um, so he worked in the building. He programmed Sarah's. Who? Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Worked in the building. He worked. When? When he was waiting for Oh, them. in the like 20 years of... Yeah, yeah. Oh. When he was yeah, I, them, I, I didn't get that either. Okay, that makes didn't oh, really? sense. Didn't yeah, I didn't yeah. get that I'm either. Like, what old man? Who are we talking about? <laughs> well, I, I I didn't notice that either until I watched like watched it three more times. Oh, okay. So. He says like I was part of the construction crew until I was yeah, laid off. I was laid off. That's yeah. like his life. And then, but he said that he uh man he managed to uh, program Sarah's voice and handprint into into the security system. That's how they end up down in the gotcha. room and why they get into the room later. Legit did not. Yeah, me that. neither. <laughs> I I remember him saying that thing about. He he got laid off, but I don't think I connected that to like literally anything. All right, well that's good to know. Cool. I don't okay, even so, remember uh, that line. Uh, they also point out the poly alloy stuff, and the old guy tells them that it's harmless without a CPU. Which that's not going to come back to make any like to be a thing at all. Yeah, totally. They start setting charges. The Resident Evil little Resident Evil kid keeps popping up. Uh, John finds Sarah, starts chasing her. So she throws the detonator to the old man. John gets a hold of her. The old man says he can't kill her, kill Sarah Connor. And he gives, he tries, he, as he's giving the detonator to Reese, John like morphs into a bunch of bugs like the mummy and then just kind of flows down to him. And they start fighting again. Um, the detonator is destroyed. Old man starts fucking him up for a second before John throws him. The old man grabs his laser thing, things, like starts sawing through his punk ass as Skynet ages into the doctor and then starts talking shit to them. So while they're fighting, John pulls like some fucking Street Fighter moves. Like, I don't remember what it was, but it was good. Uh, Sarah and Reese blow a hole in the wall, and then Reese uses the old man's severed hand to just start beating the shit out of his son. Which I mean, come on, we all been there before, right? Yeah. Sarah starts shooting him until the old man punches through him with his magnetic brass knuckles, and then he takes both of them into the time machine and tells Reese to activate it. So right then, Sarah starts freaking the fuck out when the machine turns on, and the old man tells uh, Reese, protect my Sarah, which definitely did not make me cry. No. I mean, in my notes, it's like, it says, Kyle Reese, protect my Sarah, totally didn't make me cry, no lie. <laughs> that's, what I read. that's what I wrote down. So, didn't tear up? Um, yeah. So, uh, I mean, right before that, I was just like, I'm gonna make a lasagna. We cut up some onions and stuff. <laughs> like that's the two things. You were gonna cool. make a lasagna? I was going to, but that line was so ridiculous and not. We don't have lasagna pasta. Well, that's why I didn't make it. Because the onions got him a little. Yeah, it was the onions that were making me crying. The onions got oh, a little okay. teary, so he's like, oh, yeah. "There's no time for pasta anymore." 
That's yeah. why I was tearing up. Shit, I want some lasagna. You should definitely make us <laughs> some lasagna. Laura's like, let's watch this again. <laughs> Specifically start at this part. So they uh, head to the safe room. As both the Terminators are caught in the magnetic thingy and begin to disintegrate until finally Old Man is thrown in, uh, thrown from the machine into the polyphonic alloy stuff, which uh, John John blows up, which causes the building to explode. Sarah and Reeves chat for a second in the room before the old man punches through the door and tells him he's been upgraded to a motherfucking T-1000 and that John's bitch ass is dead. So the three of them head to little Kyle Reese's farm and old Reese gives young Reese the message that he'll need to remember because apparently they took their time traveling tips from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. And then also, uh, the kid is 12. Like the only way he's going to remember that shit is if she wrote it on her boobs or something like there's like the kid's a preteen. If the only thing he's going to remember that about that day is like if she bent over and he got to look in her shirt, like that's it. <laughs> yeah. The, those two have a look of disgust, but it's true. It's it's definitely I'm true. Really, I'm just really glad that I don't have to hang out with any 12-year-old boys knowing that this is how they think. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, just just 12-year-olds, <laughs> not 37 years old. Yeah, exactly. At, I'm, uh, yeah. at, le- at least with you guys, you're adults, and I expect that. It's fine, but... Well, we know um, how to look away at the appropriate time. Yeah, exactly. Like the twelve-year-old uh, kids. Also, scared. you're not yeah. you're not like skeevy, so. Uh, but yeah, freaking twelve. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't like kids anyway. But I don't want to walk around with a twelve-year-old boy. Okay, so besides that, the one thing that bothered me about this scene, there is a dog there, and the dog's like, bark, 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 bark for like a second, and he's just like, mm, I'm chill. It's like, dude, that's a Terminator there. Like, dog. Hey, dog. You should be flipping your shit right now. Like that's what dogs do. I mean, was he? He wasn't barking like crazy though. Like uh, how? Uh... Like they no, showed not up. At all. Yeah. It was nothing more than like, oh, there's a person. Well, maybe like okay. So those those dogs from the future are also like trained to like. Those are fucking military dogs. No, but this happened. That's this is something that's mentioned in the original Terminator by Reese. It's like dogs can sense Terminators. It's like a thing. It's in, in Terminator Two. He's like. Uh, you know, what's the matter with Wolfie? Um, like, dogs can just sense Terminators. is one of those things, you know? It's yeah, like yeah. how they'll always lick peanut butter after dog. Like, it's just something that they always do. <laughs> so I don't know why this particular dog is not flipping his fucking shit right now. Oh, man. Um, Again, with the licks on the faces. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, he's like, barks for a bit. I mean, he's, he's a good boy, but you can't, you know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. You can't tell him to, like, hey, kick back around a bunch of terminators so mm, well when when that happened and and joe mentioned that my rebuttal was well that just means that uh, arnold has gotten so human-like because you know he's been practicing for so many years now that uh, he's got some humanity on him that's kind of covering up the terminator sense so yeah true that's that's how i read it yeah makes sense so uh, I didn't read into it at all. Knew that. So uh, <laughs> I would I wouldn't have it. I I wouldn't have let until Joe like went off on a thing about how the dog should have been barking more. But no, now that he mentioned it, I flat out was like, oh, I do remember that in T two where mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, that they. What's wrong that's with Wolfie? Thing. Yeah, Wolfie's fine, honey. Okay, so uh, Kyle Reese and Sarah kiss, and the old man gives that classic T two deleted scene smile. They drive off into the sunset as Reese gives a little more voiceover before we get that dun 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 
that sweet theme song and then midway through the credits we get a little mid-credits scene that shows a giant red glowy ball and then the return of matt smith and let's roll them credits joe all right time for my favorite segment stupid names for the credits now we're going to do something extremely fun we're going to play a wonderful game called who is my daddy and what does he do we're going to start off with a stunt person Spice Williams Crosby. That's just a cool name. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a. That's first gotta, name Spice. Yeah, his first name Spice. Last name is Williams Crosby. Uh, sound mixer. We got Hud Cusack. Hud. John Pud. Cusack, but Hud P U D. That's unfortunate. Um, that is. A boom operator, Richard Bollock. <laughs> She's just Dick Bollock. Which is funny. Uh, dimmer operator Cody Banks, which um, like Agent Cody Banks. <laughs> exactly. That's, That's what I thought. Gotta suck if your name is Cody Banks. <laughs> I feel like that has to be your nickname. There's no way it's not. Yeah. Uh, there's a rigging electrician Jared Clinkenbeard, which is just a cool name. Clinkenbeard. Um. I thought uh, it was clicking beard, like he's switching them out, like clicking in. <laughs> <laughs> Got a couple rigging grips here. Uh, Chewy Papas. Chewy is a nickname for Jesus. And yeah. Papas just means potatoes. But Chewy Papas. Uh, also, Richard Ramy, a.k.a. Dick Ramy. <laughs> um, uh, we got a set dresser named Robert Gray, but Bob is short for Robert and Bob Gray is the name of. Okay, so in the book It, um, when It is a clown, Pennywise is a clown name, but the human name of the clown is Bob Gray. Hmm. So that's what this set dresser is named, Bob Gray. So it's Uh, probably Pennywise. Yeah. So, yeah, we're on to you, buddy. Um, (laughs) Wait, let's see that. Yeah, what's, what's the year count? No, it'd be in between. Uh, anyways, uh, senior visual effects coordinator Kevin McAllister. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Not leaving him home alone anymore. Um, <laughs> okay, this is funny in two parts. So wait, wait, wait. What was his occupation? Uh, senior visual effects coordinator. That sounds perfect. That's yeah. exactly how he got that job from everything else he did to set up his house. Exactly. He's good at setting shit up. A second, second assistant director. Not a second assistant director. A second, second assistant director uh, is Callie Palms, which just means California potato. Because Palms is potato in French. I thought that was funny, but all right. <laughs> nobody else did. I, I uh, additional character designer is Crash McCreary, which is a mm-hmm. cool name. That's a cool name. It's a great name. Yeah. Uh, storyboard artist is Michael Anthony Jackson, and I assume they had to add the Anthony in there, so it's just not Michael Jackson. <laughs> uh, um, a trans- transportation coordinator is Charlie Bob Burnham. Which I assume their name is Charles Robert, and I've never heard anybody go by Charlie Bob. <laughs> their name is Charlie Bob Burnham. 
Uh, aerial camera tech, Steve Rogers, a.k.a. Captain America. Nice. Data manager is Jeff Fallens, but Jeff is spelled J-E-P-H, which I've never seen that before. Hmm. It's dumb and annoying, but it's also, my name's Joseph, which ends in P-H, and my brother's <laughs> Jeff, which is J-E-F-F, so it's like a combo of both of them. And I don't know why I find it so annoying. And uh, if anybody's seen The Sopranos, you know, one of the first scenes, and he's mentioned a few times, one of The Sopranos is like, whatever happened to Gary Cooper? Strong, silent type. Well, Tony, you found out. Gary Cooper is the special effects for person for the movie Terminator Genesis. So Good for him. There he is. We found him. All right. Thank you, Joe. Uh, what do you say we move on to the kill count? Have you ever killed anyone? Yeah, but they were all bad. This is where we uh, all take a guess at how many people we think were killed in the movie because we are morbid as fuck. All right. Um, Joe, take it away. Would anybody like to go first? I guess that'll be me. Uh, I'm going to say, minus, of course, you know, after the bombs fall and everything, I'm going to say uh, 32. I'm going to go with 60. Wait, we're doing not mass genocide? No, yeah, we're doing like on screen. 51. 51. 87. 87. So is that what you guessed last time, I think? I don't know. Maybe I like that number. It worked. Yeah, that's true. Is it sad that like what I was waffling between was 51 and 52? (laughs) Like it's not, it's not a big difference. (laughs) Uh, holy shit. It says 316. I am. So Laura won again. Wait, I went again. Sorry, is that my third consecutive row? Like third consecutive win for these yeah. in the in the three podcasts so. that I've done? Let me see. I think so. Good for me. Okay, and then the last thing before we go, uh, let's get everybody's favorite line of the movie. I guess let's start off with Arnold. What's yours? Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Ah, you didn't know I'm going to say that, did you? I did not. It is also not a quote from this movie, but all right. Uh, who's got one for me? Uh, one of mine was already shouted out by Joe from uh, J.K. Simmons about the whole, like, I... Goddamn time-traveling robots covering their goddamn tracks. Exactly. Uh, that, that that was one of them. Um, but the other one, it's another uh, J.K. Simmons line uh, when he's talking about the, the weapons to Arnold. Uh, so Pop says... Liquefied magnetic shotgun shells, magnetic rifle entry munition. I read about this on gunsandmo.com. And J.K. Simmons says, that's the new breacher. Big blast, no shrapnel, blows the door clean off. Looks blankly. You know, for people who can't do that themselves. Like right after he watches them break down the door or something. Uh, Which we learn is a J.K. Simmons line. He came up with that one. Um, But I thoroughly enjoyed his delivery of that and everything. So I think I think that's my favorite line. Okay. Wait, the the second one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think my favorite is uh, goddamn time-traveling robots covering their goddamn tracks. Okay. Um, that, 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 uh, that Protect My Sarah one just got me. Like, yeah. I, I can't think of anything funny, because, like, I was trying to think of something strings. funny, but, like, like, I'm even looking through the lines right now, I was like, uh, but, uh, probably that. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, Arnold, they had the best lines. You know, the nice to see you, like, 
because obviously, like Sarah telling me, more human. Like that's how you greet people. That's why I'm saying that. Uh, yeah, all of all of the him becoming human human things are great. That one. Oh. Because it alludes to the other movie. Oh, uh, the stuck in traffic yeah. one where he asked where Carter asked where he was stuck in traffic. <laughs> I found that line more funny because of eraser. Because of eraser, yes. Okay. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it today. Um, thank you all for joining us. And uh, I guess until next time, we'll... See you at the party, Rickster!